Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Defined Podcast. It's such a great opportunity to really be able to not only focus on, but also expand on the amazing music community that's right here in Decatur, Illinois. I tell you, this is such an honor to be a part of, but also to learn more of. And so every every episode, again, we have guests that are not only a part of the Decatur music community or have at one point been a part of the community, but we also have this opportunity to connect with musicians, connect with professors at Milk. University, a university apart and in located in Decatur, Illinois, but we also have this ability to connect with people that were our, our alums of the university, our current students, our residents of Decatur, once residents, all of the above, and it really allows us to grow. I think as a community, but also allows us to reflect on the community that Decatur has provided and created for us and continues to do so with each and every day. And so I would like to welcome my guest for this week's show, none other than Griffin Etchison. Uh, hi, Griffin. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm, I'm doing really well. It's it's great to have you on, and uh, I really do appreciate it. And and I'm, I'm really interested to... To, well, as someone who does know you, I'm interested to learn more about you and this side of you, but also to allow our, our listeners to learn and know a little bit more about you as well. You have a really interesting, a really interesting kind of past when it comes to music, but also when it comes to this idea of music, this local music community and how you have connected with Decatur overall, because here you are now living in Nashville. You're, you're now living in the Nashville area. You're an alum of Milliken University, and you, but you've also had your ties to Milliken. And if it wasn't for your pandemic, I'm fairly certain you would still have your ties to Milliken. Is that right? Oh, more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if, you, if you don't mind, would you kind of get into some of your career a little bit and how you have been able to not only expand thanks to the music community here in Decatur, but how... Um, how that has kind of led you to Nashville? Well, yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly how far back you want to go. It starts However with a text from my buddy in high school saying, would you be interested in working sound for the musical we're doing this semester? I assume you already have the know-how. And uh, a long, long winding road led me to Milliken being a trombone major, not caring about the trombone, spending every free hour in the studio, moving down to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I came into Milliken, would have been fall of 2015 uh, with a major in commercial music. I later, um, I, my main instrument is trombone, you know, the whole low brass guy kind of thing. But mm -hmm. my focus was always the studio. I, uh, I realized very early on that I was not a good enough songwriter or player to make it, you know, make that a profession. And I fell in love with the technical side of, you know, preamps and equalizers and compression. A bunch of really dorky stuff I could go on about for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another time, another podcast. <laughs> yeah, another podcast. But so coming from that background, I, Mm -hmm. fell in love with the studio, spent a lot of time there and got real ahead in my classes. So rather than graduate early, I went ahead and added music business for my senior year and did a double major in a year, which is, it's, it's not recommended, but I, I 
He did it. It was a good time. <laughs> I recall that. I remember that. Yeah, I the think struggle. I did two 25 credit hour semesters <laughs> or <crazy>. something obnoxious. <laughs> um, uh, during my time at Millican, I was in charge of the recital recording crew. I was in charge of the Kylab monitors, and I was a studio manager. I also helped start the Midwest Music Expo, which is located in Decatur, Illinois. The, I mean, it's kind of our answer to South by Southwest in spirit. Um, unfortunately, with COVID, that's been kind of derailed a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's still a good resource, especially for people in that area. Um, leaving school, I moved down to Nashville to do an internship at Welcome to 1979 under Chris Mara. He is a mad genius when it comes to all things analog. He has a tape machine restoration company. Um, if you want a tape machine, that's as close as you can get to buying a new tape machine. Is a Mara MCI. Um, and then since that ended, I did freelance work. I still do. A uh, large part of that was recording MDSO, commuting mm-hmm. six hours to record an orchestra. And I also did Vespers. I recorded the 2020, was it 20? Yeah, 2020 performance and mixed, mastered, edited, whole lot of stuff. Sounds pretty cool, though. Yeah, it was, it was quite the <laughs> undertaking. Um, in some ways, I bit off more than I could chew, but I mm-hmm. was prepared given all my previous experiences with everything. Um, I was prepared from a technical standpoint and an emotional one, surprisingly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I, I think that's that's a very important part, though. Um, and, and you you kind of hinted at this, you know, with your experience, the experience that you've been able to give yourself with your freelance work and being in Nashville and, and coming back to Decatur. And also not only that Decatur has provided you, but also that simple text that your buddy in high school said, hey, you want to do the sound for the, the school play and all that. But then at the same time, Milliken has, has been able to provide you that as well. And so um, before we really get in the nitpicky of things and how this has kind of impacted you and, and how this has led you to where you are today, but how do you define music? How analytical do you want me to be? Because I can go super general with one of my favorite quotes. I listen to music as it is the most beautiful thing in the world to me. Mm-hmm. Or on the other side, one of my other favorite quotes. Music is wiggly air created by a composer using the, with the aid of unsuspecting musicians. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like both of those quotes. And I think both of them are are perfect for the show. So I will let you decide on which one you would like to tackle into. But I I think um, for this type of show, I think it'd be great to kind of get into whatever you think, whatever description and definition for you for music would define best for the subject of the show. Yeah, well, a lot of the way I perceive music is more so the emotional side, where it is just a beautiful thing. I remember you know, long car rides with my parents, just kind of staring out the window and listening to whatever my dad had playing at the mm-hmm. time. Just like, how did they do that? Um, you know, so I quickly fell in love with like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Local H and Tool and this just kind of eclectic mis- mishmash of whatever my dad was into at the time. 
because mm-hmm. you know I'm young, I'm in the back seat, I have no control over what's happening up there. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> um, and you know, I form an emotional attachment with certain sounds, not even necessarily a band or an instrument. But uh, I realized at one point when I started getting into the technical side and started paying attention more to credits that uh, a lot of my favorite stuff you know, across several different genres, the Chili Peppers, the Ava Brothers, the Lumineers, Blink-182, Ryan Hewitt had a hand in all of that. So just kind of spiritually, I connect with the kind of stuff that he did. And I can't quite explain that because it's all over the map, but it's all really good music. To me, at least, um, it is such a subjective medium. It's hard to say what is, quote, good. I agree. No, yeah, I definitely agree. I think, um, I think with, I think what you said is great. With music, you definitely it's hard to define music, right? And so mm-hmm. I like that you instead of using these words to, I guess, create your own words to create a definition, you're able to formulate your words, but also based off of these quotes, and you're able to kind of use both of those quotes to describe that. And that's the whole the whole point of the show is not necessarily to say, hey, this is the definition of music, but instead to show you that each guest has a different perception of music. And that's the whole, that's the greatest thing about music in in my eyes personally, is the fact that we all have a different definition of music. And that's what makes music so special because it's unique to us all. We may be doing the same thing. You and I, Griffin, could be doing the exact same thing with the exact same career, but it'd be completely different. Or you and Mm -hmm. I could be playing the exact same piece on the exact same instrument, but you and I could perceive it completely differently. And that's what is beautiful about music. And that is also what can make a local music community so special as well. So how do you feel that the Decatur community has connected you to music? Well, uh, going through my throughout school and starting up the Midwest Music Expo, the Decatur community, specifically the music community and the art community is just so supportive and accommodating for anything you might want to even try like this is a massive undertaking putting together a music industry conference in the span of three months and everyone had a hand in it shani goss um oh my god i'm forgetting all the names all the wonderful wonderful lovely people that helped put that thing together oh i'm doing them such a disservice it's fine though they know who they are um Yeah, there's just a lot of love and support for anything that anyone is doing at any time. And it's just a very wholesome and supportive community from my perspective. Um, I helped, you know, from Midwest Music Expo, I also got a few recording gigs, just completely unrelated because like, oh, you're an engineer, here's my number, let's work together. Like, cool, that was awesome. Um, that was with, again, I'm blanking on names, Joel Blanco, who is a professor at Milwaukee. Mm. So yeah, it's a lot of support, a lot of mutual respect, even if it's not necessarily the type of music that people are into. 
and I think that's okay because I, I think I think what is unique about the community and especially the local music community here is there's definitely a set style of music I feel that is a little bit more popular when it comes to the little pubs and bars around the area and a lot of the little the gigs that do pop up throughout the time but I do feel that no matter what, you can always generate some sort of audience and you can always generate some sort of following. I think a lot of the local musicians that are based here tend to do fairly well and, and definitely create consistent um, crowd and audience and, and following. And I do believe that to be, be not only because a lot of them are yes in this set style, but also because they are having this this sense of pride they have this ability to connect and they and i think one of the greatest things about local music in general is the fact that especially if you are a local artist you are able to connect with your own people on so many different levels you're growing up in the same area as many other hundreds to thousands of other people are doing especially in Decatur, in the Decatur area, you are growing up in the same area that thousands of others, other people have that are still living here and thousands to millions of others that have, have grown up here in the past and have since and thus moved away. And I think what's even better to add on to it is you have Millican University. And Millican has also developed this. Whether you go to Millican or not, there are so many people that have been provided and given opportunities thanks to Millican University. I think it goes for professors. I think it goes for current students. I think it goes for locals. And it definitely for alums, you know, for yourself, Griffin, you've been able to really grow with this. Now you are in Nashville. You're in Nashville, Tennessee, and you've been able to take the community that you have been uh so gratefully and so gracefully uh, allowed to adapt with and create with and continue to come back here again before the pandemic, but continue to come back here every once in a while, but also be able to do your own thing. So with this, I ask, what have you noticed about other communities such as Nashville and their impact on music compared to Decatur's impact on music? With Nashville, it's a way, way, way bigger pond. Mm -hmm. So it's harder to necessarily make those connections because, you know, it's not one stage separation. It's two, three, four, seven. Um, it's just exponentially bigger. So it's that much harder to find like-minded and supportive individuals. Um, not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but especially given, you know, COVID and how the entire city shut down. I could go into that, but um, it's harder. It's harder to make connections and find gigs and, you know, kind of move upwards. Not to say that's a bad thing that it's harder. It's certainly, you know, the cream floats to the top or whatever, but it's a bit overwhelming as someone that came from a smaller community like Decatur, who was big smish, big smish, big fish, small pond. Big smish. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I do agree with that. As someone um, who has a lot of connections to bigger cities and as someone does have, uh, has frequented different bigger cities and, and knowing you well enough, um, 
to know that you are in Nashville. I know we have talked about this just one-on-one before as well in the past about how there's definitely this difference uh, between the two. And, and that's kind of the whole point as I asked, asked you this question is obviously Nashville is a big city and compared to Decatur, I mean, there's, there's no really comparison. And I think you worded it really well about this, um, this bigger pond, right? Nashville Mm -hmm. is much larger compared to Decatur, but you also have these pros and cons to being in a larger pond, a larger community. You have pros as in there is so much more out there, but you also have these cons because you're not necessarily finding that right person to mesh with. You're not necessarily finding that right group, that right maybe genre, that right style, that right focus that you could maybe say in here in Decatur. And I think that is, I think that's really important um, to, to analyze, to, to know that you have, you have a bigger pond such as Nashville and you have a smaller pond such as Decatur. And, and this goes for any other smaller local music community out there. Um, I hope that our listeners are always understanding and realizing that we are describing and, and depicting Decatur and how important this local music community is here. But I inspire you. I, I, I hope that you are inspired and I, I hope that you are able to, to kind of take this back and realizing it realize everything that's discussed in your community, whether it be large or small. And so with this, I kind of ask, how do you, do you feel as connected to your new music community or, and this is before COVID, obviously COVID hits a lot differently uh, because of this, but how do you feel connected to Nashville? I unfortunately haven't really been able to, build a huge connection i'm connected you know in this analogy of ponds to my own little tide pool because i was fortunate enough to move down to nashville and live with some amazing wonderful musicians and people um my roommate and one of my best friends ryan mcclanahan he's an amazing percussionist and keyboard player in a band called waker and that's where a lot of the driving energy behind what I've been doing has been coming from. I've been, you know, doing some recording and mixing for them, demos, acoustic sessions, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as wider Nashville, I was building connections before, but it it was not on the scale that is really notable. Um, with my internship, I was working close to 80 hours a week for the first three or four months I was down here. So at the end of that, I was kind of burnt out on music. Mm. <laughs> so I just <laughs> took a step back, did those, did work with the orchestra and Vespers and, you know, some podcasting work here and there and didn't really network as an engineer down here or as a producer, just as a music interested person. And that was ultimately my own fault. You know, it's nothing on Nashville. It's on me. Mm-hmm. So in terms of connections, I'm deeply connected to my tide pool, not so much the ocean of Nashville. <laughs> I like your analogies. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, though. In fact, especially at a time like this, I, I think it's it's OK. And, you know, we all need those those breaks, those 
periods of, of absence almost. And, and I think that regardless, you're still able, you've still been able to connect to even your own little tide pool, right? You've been able to connect with them and you've been able to continue with music and, and different, in different forms. You've been able to continue to do the things that you want to do and you aspire to do just maybe differently than you originally thought or in, in smaller sessions and smaller periods of time, but you're still continuing that. And you're still taking the knowledge that you've gained from say a school like Milliken, but also from the community that you were invested in and you were involved in for a solid four years or so and then you also are taking the knowledge that you gained from your community back home and you're able to take that here and i think that what that's what to me makes you have this local music community indicator and then you have a larger music community such as in nashville in a bigger city but i think that's what's so cool about a bigger city is that you have all these different perspectives on community and on a music community and you are able to bring all these different voices and opinions together and create amazing things. But at the same time, in a, as a smaller community, you can have the same thing, out, you know, different people coming from the outside coming into this community. But you also, and Milliken is a great way of that, but then you have this opportunity to create something that is simply maybe only known or uh, isolated only for Decatur. And I think that's really special. I really do. And, and one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to have you on the show, Griffin, is, is because of your knowledge. And, and uh, I always love the way you describe things, your wording. And, and I think that your ability and your opportunity, your experience, I should say, that has led you to one area to the next and to the next to go to Decatur, to go to Milliken, have this music community at Milliken, but also be able to be involved and, and come go back and forth with the community at Milliken, but in the Decatur area and to get acquainted with it. And then to go to, to Nashville and kind of do your thing there too. And even though you may not have your foot in the door as, as where you want, you are still able to have use the experiences that you've gained and relate it to the definition of music and to the definition of a local music community. And I think that is really special. And so I, I kind of leave with you uh, this one last question before we do wrap up. And, and that is how have you been able to adapt since leaving the Decatur community? I think it definitely made me take a step back and realize there's always going to be someone better than me. And the most important thing is that I just, you know, do the best work that I can mm -hmm. and just be a genuine, not horrible person to be around. Um, <laughs> I've heard horror stories about some engineers where, yeah, their work kicks ass, but they are not nice people. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, there's great people. They aren't necessarily the best engineers, but you know, they get the work done and they're fun to be around. And those are the ones that are abundantly successful. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be Vance Powell or Ryan Hewitt mm -hmm. to you know make a living doing music. You exactly. don't need to be superstar, Grammy-winning engineer. 
don't even need to be close to that. If you're a good person and a good hang and just get the work done, you can, you can make it happen. I completely agree. And I, I think it's a great way to end the show. And I, I think it's a, a great thing to add to is, you know, most, most people, musicians and, and engineers, producers, anyone who's involved in the music world and the music industry, they're not necessarily doing this to win all the awards, right? They're doing this because this is what they love and this is what they want to do. And they can't imagine themselves not doing it. And, you know, you are in that same tide pool. I'll use your phrase. You're in that same tide pool, Griffin. This is what you want to do. This is what you want to be able to do. And you're, you're not expecting to be the best of the best. You just want to be able to be there, to be good, and to be able to do your job and hope that you can continue to get the next gig. And I think that any, any musician, any producer, anyone in the music industry feels the exact same way. And that, and that right there, I think relates great, greatly back to a music community and, and for Decatur, for the Decatur area, this music community is so expansive and it is so unique in its own. It's such a, an amazing entity it really allows everyone to connect, whether you are involved in it or simply an outsider. But it also really shows the impact that a local music community can have on a person and a group of people and even a civilization. And so this, is, this has really been a, a wonderful episode. And thank you, Griffin, for coming on. I really do appreciate it. It means a lot, and uh, I hope that you were able to learn something as much as I was and as well as our listeners, and we were able to really get a better understanding of what the Decatur community allows and provides for us and what it creates, but also able to understand what music can do as well. But um, it has been an honor, Griffin, to have you on, it, it really. And uh, once again, you have been listening to The Defined Podcast. You can find us on all streaming platforms. We are available now on all streaming platforms. I am your host, Caleb. It is an honor to be able to host this show, and I hope to uh, continue to have all of your ears uh, over the next few weeks as we continue this limited series podcast, The Defined Podcast.